Hello and welcome to the Premier Football Podcast. I'm Rafe Garland. I'm Joe Doherty. Um, we're here very quickly on a Monday afternoon just to have a quick uh, recap of the international football. Uh, Joe, you had one eye on England first. Um, it went entirely to plan, entirely along with the line of your predictions on, on Friday evening, am I right? I did. I was just talking about how easy it would be for England, how straightforward qualification always is. And then they go and uh, pull a fast one in Prague and come, come out with nothing. It's a pretty poor performance uh, for all intents and purposes. Harry Kane gave them the lead from the penalty spot after Raheem Sterling was brought down inside the first four or five minutes yeah. and then the Czech hit back uh, I think it was just before half time and then another in the, like the 85th minute or else it was just after half time but it was it was around that and they fell to a to a 2-1 loss mm. uh, The first time they've lost a qualifying game for either the World Cup or the Euros in 10 years as far as I'm aware It's insane like, like I said on Friday though they do get seeded with really really average teams and like as we see obviously when they when they go into the international tournaments um, they never fare as well as they do in qualifying it's 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 in qualifying is this they... is it a case of complacency maybe in, in the England team this week or are they are they burned out was mm. it the selection maybe a few players out of form for the club what, what would you put down to the what would you put the defeat down to Joe for, for me I think that selection was a big thing if you look at the defense which is where the mistakes were made yeah. for the Czech goals um, I'm not too sure if anyone outside of Harry Maguire should be starting for England. And even uh, he's not in great form for his club. He's not, but with John Stones out injured, he's going to be a fixture on the England yeah, side regardless. But if you're looking at right back Trippier, um, for me, you have to be playing Alexander-Arnold there. I think we highlighted Trippier on Friday evening and we, we highlighted Michael Keane as well, who was in fault for, we, for both we, goals. We did. Um, Michael Keane is a bang average centre-half, if I'm perfectly honest. I can't understand why. He's a regular fixture for a team that are 18th in the Premier League. That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that he ever, he's ever really set the world alight for Everton mm. as well since he moved um, not this summer but the summer before yeah. and then at left back Danny Rose why is he getting picked ahead of Ben It, it seems almost like Gareth Southgate picked his back four on the form of 2017 rather than the form of 2019 <laughs> He might even be going back forever than that <laughs> <laughs> Trippier and Rose uh, Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You can't under, I can't understand it uh, Chilwell is a is England's best left back He's going to come in tonight because Rose is suspended obviously um, yeah. and you'd imagine that Trent Alexander-Arnold will come back into right back. You would. I mean, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is is the best right back in the league. There's no debate. He is. Um, He's the second the, most creative player in the league this season. After De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd I'd say that after De Bruyne, he's got the best cross in the in the league. I think that in uh, youth football, he played central midfield, but then mm. um, Klopp, when he was first looking at bringing him into the team. Yeah, um, moved him to right back for the per- for, because of his speed. He's just so good at getting up and down the flank. Works so hard, but yeah. then the key to his game and, and the key to Liverpool's success is the quality of delivery from wide areas. Absolutely, from those fullbacks. And on the other side, um, Chilwell is the third most productive fullback behind only the two Liverpool fullbacks. Is it, is it a case where he his name should be nailed down at left back? Is there any real competition? I know at the right back there's Kyle Walker, Alexander Arnold, yeah. uh, Wan Bissaka. There's a few names in the hat on that for that right side, but mm. I mean Danny Rose is not good enough to play left back for England anymore, is he? He's not. Um, if Ryan Sessegnon had arrived fit from Fulham, Danny Rose would have left. He, and yeah. right, when when he comes back, he'll be third choice. Um, ben Davies isn't exactly great at getting up and down, but he's yeah. a very reliable defender. He's probably a better defender than a than attacker. To answer your question, um, yeah, Chilwell should have. Should, should have his place nailed on pretty much. Rumours that Tyrone Mings is set to start at centre back tonight. Mm. That's an interesting one. Um, I think that he 
To be honest, I was surprised when Bournemouth let him go. I know that he had um, struggled to get in probably because of Nathan Aki, who was a very similar player, and Paul playing left-sided centre-back. doesn't For some reason, it doesn't really work to play two left-footed centre-backs in a, in a, in a, I wouldn't a, be a fan of having I two left ones. No, no, neither would I. I'd shift one of them to left back. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, it just doesn't work. You can do it with right footers. I don't know why. We'll have to do a feature on that sometime we and get in and analyse it because I know we both have a lot to say about that. Absolutely. And yeah. even even you see more right footers play left back than you don't see left footers playing right no, back. No, that's just not on. You no. can't be doing that. Absolutely not. There's, there's been a lot of talk about England's midfield. Mm. Um, the, obviously, the front three are the front three. They don't seem to be to be up for a discussion up for debate that they are the, the best three English forwards yeah. at the minute but yeah. the midfield playing the combination of, of Rice who has been okay for West Ham he's not been brilliant and I think there's a lot of people out there that are kind of scratching their heads seeing him mm. included especially along with Jordan Henderson Yeah. Um, if he's going to play the 4-3-3 can he play Mason Mount in midfield as part of a 4-3-3 of course he can I think that you could play Mount and um, Madison either side of, of Henderson I think that Henderson's that Did you see that? That, that reliable. Madison was pictured in a casino on Friday did, evening at the same time I England were playing and losing. We discussed that. Having pulled, the, out, uh, pulled out ill. I think he did have an issue with his ankle as well. Yeah. But illness was the official cause he withdrew from the squad. Yeah. What well, do you make of that? Um, I think that the media have crucified him, or certain sects of the media have yeah. crucified him. Um, like like we said um, over the phone, I think that's that he's entitled to do what he wants on his time off this is um, it if he wasn't a footballer the headlines would be man goes out after work exactly yeah no he he wasn't going to be selected Gareth Southgate has said that yeah. as an England player though he's got to be what was it was it smarter or aware he's got to be aware right that he is going to be in the spotlight more and what he's done surely hasn't reflected well on England or on himself no. As, as a player that has ha- that has questions raised over his attitude and his commitment, um, I don't think he'd be happy to find himself on the front page, albeit of the Sun. No, you wouldn't. Like, I don't, I don't know. But the, then gambling is rife in football. The amount of sponsorship deals that are, but more the fact are, that he's meant to be in bed ill. He was yeah, sent home on yeah. Thursday with illness. Yeah, no, it's and true. He was, he was yeah. in the casino on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, th- you think that if he if if he is to go out you know you keep it a quiet one maybe yeah. go out for a bite to eat or you might even go out and watch the match somewhere yeah 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 rather than just completely shut it off I guess there, there are two more than one way to look at it at Madison least. has come out and said before that he's not happy with the place on the England bench mm. do you think that he maybe wasn't too fussed with hanging around once he realised he wasn't going to be involved I think uh, Mason Mount came out and said he knew two or three days beforehand that he was going to be starting the game mm. so obviously Madison knew he wasn't going to be starting do you think that might have had anything to do with him going home early or I think that he should be happy to be in the England squad at all. I think that he's an excellent player, but if you look at the rate that maybe in the in the nineteen nineties, you think back of David Beckham, yeah. a player of his caliber was 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 only really starting to to be selected yeah. before the nineteen ninety eight World Cup when he was twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, but yeah, twenty two, yeah. twenty three. Um, Madison's not twenty three yet, but mm. yeah, he shouldn't be expecting to be a fixture in the England side. He should be delighted to be in the squad, and he should be doing everything that he can when selected to 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 make sure that he he gets in the next one. Do you think that midfield is a bit of a disjointed selection based on based on the style they want to play, based on the system that they want to play mm. with two well with with Rice as an out and out holding midfielder and Henderson getting forward as well. Henderson and Mount are not the same player. 
No, and they're playing not. symmetrically on, on two sides of the pitch. Mount was meant to be the left centre midfielder where he's been playing much more as a genuine number 10 or actually off yeah. the left wing for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. He's been playing as a forward for Chelsea where he was asked to play as more of an eight in the England style with, yeah. with one and a half pivots in behind him in Rice and Henderson. Do you think that there's a case that maybe a more natural midfielder maybe Harry Winks a lot of people have talked about him I know I know he plays for Spurs Joe we'll put that aside for a sec no I am putting that aside I don't see anything in Harry Winks he's tipped as as England's best ball playing midfielder the best keeper of the ball keeps things ticking over passes the ball is there a case that he should be in the team ahead of Declan Rice maybe leave leave Jordan Henderson as the six play play more two more attacking players or do you play maybe Winks and Rice and Henderson with with Mount further forward coming off the bench maybe as an impact player he is only nineteen mm. there's a lot of a lot of discussion that England shirts are just being handed out yeah, to kids yeah, at the yeah, minute on, on the back of three or four good yeah. games um, do you think that shirts have to be earned a bit more they've got to be really you've really got to back it up with weeks and weeks and months and months and even years of quality performances rather than just here's the shirt for two weeks all right you're out of the news now you're out of the team we'll get someone else back in. Yeah, without question. Is there a lack of loyalty? I think that I think that you need to be made to work hard at club level to get in the international side. Mm. If you think back, I'm going to talk about like the nineties when when we were just yeah. getting into football, and England had a great crop of strikers. They had Alan Shearer, Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler, Emil Heskey. Um, yeah, Heskey to an extent. Ian Wright, although he was coming towards the end of his career. Andy Cole, Teddy Sheringham, um, Chris Sutton, like really a. a that's elite strikers lead like strikers who were in the in the, in their prime playing for the top clubs yeah. and only two of them could get in the team exactly and that provides competition and a lot of them who um i mean Stan Collymore another one Les Ferdinand yeah. another one yeah. like like it just provides competition for places Gary Neville had big issues getting into the England team for a long time didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. And he actually retired early because he couldn't get in Shearer retired early as well didn't he he did yeah he retired after Euro 2000's goals retired early as well mm. but I think that's because he was played out of position he was always played but he was yeah. he was put on the left wing like it's but, taken how long for him to drop Ali and Lingard and we said maybe he was too mm. loyal to these guys and now we're questioning maybe a lack of loyalty to guys that have been around a bit longer. Um, obviously, it's great to see Mason Mount getting a getting a shot for England, but he's being played out of position just to just to get his name in there. Exactly. And I think the shape suffered. A lot of people would say he played far too close to Raheem Sterling. Yeah. He was taking up a lot of his space. He wasn't dropping deep looking for the ball as a number eight should. He was essentially playing as a fourth striker out of position, and they struggled to then keep the ball in midfield. They were. They were mismatched on sides. Sterling ended up coming in a lot more. Um, Sancho ended up getting a bit more narrow. They they lost their shape because mm. Southgate was just throwing names in for the sake of throwing names in. I think that he had to go away from the five at the back, like just to progress. It's it's yeah. it, it's it was a good starting point. But look, they've they've it's, been playing with four at the back no, during have, the but, during the qualifiers. Yeah, so I think no. they're they're averaging a goal every twenty three minutes. So we're not saying uh, that England are in chaos or they're in crisis or Southgate out. No. But I, what I was going to say is that this has had a changing from the five at the back to the four at the back has had a knock-on effect on the midfield and the type mm. of midfield that he can pick. Yeah. He used to pick just one pivot, which was Henderson, but now he's got because he had three centre backs in behind him. Yeah. Now he's gone to two at the back. He probably feels that he needs a bit more protection in front of them. Yeah. And that just having one pivot in Jordan Henderson. Uh, but I don't. Having, I don't think he played with with two pivots and a ten the other day. But he, he played with two defensive-minded midfielders. Yeah. Well, Hen- Henderson has been. Given given a bit more of a license with Liverpool and I think with, yes, with England yeah. he's expected to get box to box as well but 
that if it was a case where he used to play Rice and Henderson deep and Mount as a number 10, I think that would reflect Mount's club style a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Whereas asking him to play as a second number 8 in midfield isn't his game. It's not his style. He is he is very much a forward mm. as opposed to a number 8 midfielder. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where he slots in this evening as well, whether he plays him again as a number 8 or he does make an effort to conscientiously move him further forward or whether he takes him out of the team. Yeah. Um. How do you expect the game to go tonight, Joe? <laughs> yeah. I expect an England win. Yeah. I expect a response. You can't play like that, like really not turn up yeah. um, and then go and do the same thing or just improve it a little bit. I expect a, a, a big response. I expect a change in team selection yeah. and I expect an England win. Score? 2-0. Two 2-0? Nil. Two nil? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. All right. Well, look, that's about all we have time for, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for all of your opinions, Joe. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Rafe. As always, um, make sure to check out our other platforms, Twitter, Spotify, Facebook. Are we anywhere else, Joe? For the time being, that's where we are. We'll, that's where we'll, we are. We'll be on Instagram. Like, subscribe, yeah. comment, share. Let everybody know about the wonderful um, Premier Football podcast that is happening. Yeah. On the go. <laughs> we might be joining you from, from new, different, exotic locations every time. Um, yeah, watch this space. Stay tuned, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes. Cheers. Bye-bye.